0: Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California.
1: Nobody really knows why the stock market does anything, but traders voted against tighter credit card regulation today. European debt is never far from the center of attention. And also Robin Hood, the economics of trying to live up to a legend. From American public media. This is Marketplace.
0: Marketplace is supported by Constant Contact, working to help small businesses understand what social media can do for them. Learn more at constantcontact.com slash socialmedia. And by Progressive Insurance, helping people shop for car insurance at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com.
1: From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. It is Friday today, the 14th of May, everybody, and it's good to have you with us. Cause and effect is a tricky thing to prove when you're talking about the whole stock market. There is only rarely a single reason that the major indices move one way or the other. So today's declines on Wall Street were probably part worries over the European debt crisis, part relief over better-than-expected retail sales, and part Just plain political. The Senate is debating a financial reform bill, as you know. Last night, they passed an amendment to limit credit card fees, the fees that get paid when you pay with plastic. The business taking your card pays a fee to the bank that issues the card. And the credit card company, say its visa, gets a couple of cents, too. They're called interchange fees. They're worth hundreds of millions of dollars to the banks, and they cost businesses a bundle, too. Jeff Horwich reports that last night's vote could mean big changes
2: are... Yes, they're in the cards. So you're in the checkout line, and you're offered a choice. Do you want to pay more for your groceries or less? Depends on how you decide to pay. Jeff Leonard with the National Association of Convenience Stores says that could be the future of shopping.
1: This bill would allow retailers to say, uh, this card cost me more, but this card cost me less. Let's pass on the savings.
2: In theory, that means debit and credit cards could start competing to charge merchants the lowest fees. The amendment also lets the Federal Reserve decide what a reasonable interchange fee is for debit cards. That could mean the end of sweet deals like this one. A Citadel debit card earns rewards points that combine with your Citadel Platinum MasterCard points. Rewards programs on all kinds of plastic could be a casualty. That's what happened when Australia went down this road in 2003. The changes could mean big losses for credit card companies and banks who collect billions from the fees. Shares of Visa and MasterCard plunged on the news. Then again, markets are a little jumpy these days.
0: The immediate impact is not going to be the dire response that some had feared.
2: Jarrett Seberg is a financial services policy analyst with Concept Capital. To him, the notion that one or two percent fees will change consumer behavior and reshape the credit and debit economy is far-fetched. The real danger for the banks is if Congress hands the Federal Reserve control to set credit card interchange fees as well. Seems unlikely now, but then again, no one saw the debit card thing coming.
0: When you're in such an anti-bank environment, everything is on the table.
2: I'm Jeff Horwich for Marketplace. The CEO
1: of BP has the quote of the day this Friday. Tony Hayward told the British newspaper that the big oil spill is, quote, tiny in relation to a, quote, very big ocean. It has, as you can imagine, gotten a whole lot of play, but with reports that the spill is far larger than earlier estimates, it also goes to illustrate a more relevant point, the enormous public relations hole that BP keeps digging for itself. Here's our senior business correspondent, Bob Moon. The president himself has called it the BP oil spill, and today Mr. Obama stepped up his public criticism with a blast at the blame shifting during a recent congressional hearing. The American people could not have been impressed with that display, and I certainly wasn't. Phil Butler is a marketing consultant at Pamel Visions PR. He says BP's initial willingness to do the right thing has given way to legal language. BP started the sort of a passive, submissive stance, which is a little bit the way they should have been. Like, we're really sorry, we're doing everything we can. And then they shifted to, it's almost like the company got mad or angry. That's not playing well with the president or the public, but Brian Dobson of Dobson Communications thinks he understands what's behind it, the tension between BP's image makers and its lawyers. He points to the promise from BP CEO Tony Hayward to pay all legitimate claims. Hayward added that he expects...